We back. <laughs> uh, we got an ask the Kizma cast. Um, what is our ask the cast? Trying to read our board. Got to have good vision because it's on the other side of the world. Um, I got some good glasses. I believe we was looking at um. It's the Missouri one. Yeah, they reinstate spanking. All right, so the state one school system in Missouri. Wait, is, who submitted the question? Me. Okay. One school system in Missouri um, was had on like the voting thing or something that they wanted to bring back spanking or whatever, long as the parent okay. Mm-hmm. And my question to the cast members is. One, are you okay with uh, school officials beating your children, spanking your children? Um, and I guess that's that's really the only question. How the fuck no? Right. No. <laughs> and then anyway, a follow up question for for you, for for, the, for this because I'm I'm sure you know more than me, but like you probably I don't know whatever. Every every parent has to file, uh, sign a consent form now. Mm-hmm. Uh, for every single one of their child, mm-hmm. their children and school to get beat or to not get beat, right? Like you can opt in or opt out. You can opt in or opt out, and then like, like that's just like what the fuck? This is the rest of the law in the state about like beating beating kids in general. So are they talking about like a paddle or are they talking about like a belt? Are they using the rule of thumb? The article they didn't hand. go into specifics, but they How just said spankings, and um, they specifically said not beatings. You are not allowed to hit the child in the head or the face. What the fuck is a spanking? Is that what white people get? Sorry, I don't know. Hit on the bottom. You can't get. You can't oh, hit them in the head or the face. For facts, that's that's the only rule that I know for sure. But my thing is, like, is they gonna be doing this with a paddle? Is they gonna be doing this with a switch? A goddamn. They're not touching my kids. I got <laughs> quite a few issues with okay. this, but I also, I'm gonna go through my issues with it first. The first thing is they be hiring all these corrupt ass teachers. You know, it's not really no program that is really vetting these teachers to see if their hearts and minds is in the right place. True that. Um, to, and they're teachers. Who are they to discipline? But see, this is this is my devil's advocate side of that. These teachers being there with all these badass kids, and they not getting disciplined nowhere else. Not saying that spanking is the form of discipline that they should get, but sometimes these children get physical with these adults. You know, I can go through so many things. Then they get their ass whooped. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that's why <laughs> that's why I don't want to agree with it for sure because I also know that you know it's it's certain things, certain mental illnesses and behavior um, issues that affect children. You know what I'm saying? And we've been in a pandemic for three years, so I know that half of these kids that's going back to the school, dang right, mm-hmm. they've been home with their abusers. You know what I mean? So. Some of them, their only way to communicate is by being physically aggressive. And you cannot beat on that type of child because all they're going to do is try to figure out how to beat you harder. Or, you know what I'm saying, how to take more hits or whatever the case may be. Like, they are not going to learn that violence is not the way that the path that they should be going down. Okay. I got a follow-up question, Teasy. What's your answer? 
Oh, my answer is obviously no. I thought I didn't even need to. I, I think I told on the pod, I'm not even letting my family hit my kids. I'm not hitting my kids. That's, and I told, like, that's the thing. Nobody's hitting my kids. So, yeah, obviously not in the school. And that was going to be my follow-up question because, of <clears> course, <throat> I wouldn't want my kids getting beat either. But um, so the type of parent you want to be, like, when you have kids, you not go beat your kids? Mm-mm. Ace? Mm-mm. Los? I don't know yet. That's what, a, it's were, really hard uh, to know. Or y'all beat his kids? <clears throat> uh yes I was with what whatever was Andy mm. yeah it was <laughs> I've had extension cords which is the typical shit belts I ain't never got beat with no extension cords Latino I versions got, of all I of that I've got beat with a switch you said what Latino versions of all of that what's the Latino versions chanclas brooms oh my god oh yeah I was trying to think Latino women are crazy as fuck. chanclas <laughs> no but yeah but no like I've never got beat with an extension cord but I got beat with a switch <laughs> I'm not I'm not in a belt <clears throat> <laughs> but I don't think Obviously I would not. I wouldn't want to deep beat my kids either because number one, first of all, whipping and beating your kids like that come from slavery. You know what I'm saying? Point blank period. Agreed. I just think I mean, yeah, I agree. Maybe. But I think ultimately it just sends the wrong sign. Shouldn't nobody be hitting you, dog? Yeah. Like nobody should yeah. be putting their hands on you. And if they do hit them back, it don't matter who it is. Nobody should like interrupt your personal space like that. And they shouldn't get a pass on it just because you're a kid. I'm just saying that's even more reason not to do it. Right. Be creative about it, bro. Like, yeah. like, like uh, I, I think it's a more deeply rooted problem in the system of like you know everybody has to learn this way. Blah blah blah. You know these kids are probably assholes in school because they're not being taught in a way that. It's effective or conducive to how they can learn and so i mean it's just a, a overall problem with the school system and l l the teaching system um and so saying that beating some kids might work and others might not like instead of beating them like why not find a different way to like teach them and i was gonna say you know like i said like I touched on, some kids are getting beat at home already. they don't need to go home i mean come to school and then still get their ass whooped yeah, they're getting bees at home and at school. They're getting bees for a reason. So somebody's not doing their job right. And if these schools are like really modeled after like, let's say, you know, factories, mm -hmm. then they're, they're just going to start thinking like, okay, so when I go out into the workforce, they're just going to start beating my ass out there too. Right. Mm -hmm. I was going to say they definitely modeled off after the prison systems, which uniquely the affects us as black people it just makes you, you know it makes you saying? more black okay with getting people. getting put into that system exactly and we we can't allow that especially if like we already have like police officers fucking us up out there for no fucking reason we gonna have even more children thinking that that shit just okay for them for somebody to put their hands on them and it's not gather <laughs> around if you brown everybody we out here we gotta stand up for these children we can't let them get beat <laughs> I mean, can you? I, I was about to ask though. Can you really even say that when the school is giving the parents the choice? Like, we can't stop them from getting beat if the kids say. I mean, if the parents say it's cool, that shouldn't and, be and an we shouldn't option. use the word beat. And either. I would like to know, like, what type of area is this school in? Like, is this a predominantly black school or area where this Missouri place? It's in Alabama. Is it, is it the whole city of Missouri? And for all the schools, like. This one is in Missouri. Either way, oh, it'll definitely Missouri, right. def it'll definitely disproportionately affect black kids, black people. You're right. What it, if it's opting out? Like, I mean, would more black people be okay with it versus white people? I think the opposite. I think more white even, people would even be if, more okay. Okay, if I more think, black people more black people were okay with it again, as children is getting beat, like these parents, 
obviously don't know better, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to hit on these children in order to make them do what you need for them to do. But also, sometimes, like, adults, the things that we be asking of children is completely unnecessary. It's completely unrealistic. We wouldn't want nobody to ask our grown asses that. So we shouldn't put that type of pressure on them. Bro, I don't know, bro. Them whipping scared me to fuck straight. I'm just saying, like, they did their motherfucking job. They did. No, they didn't. I'm Obviously not. Hell out of my mama. Obviously not. I could probably count on my hand how many times I got my ass beat. I got on a lot of punishments. Shit got you curious. I got, I got my ass beat only a handful of times. That shit got you wondering. I mean, at the same time, you don't need to be beat. You know what I'm saying? It's no yeah, reason that you did. needed to be beat. You right, you right, you right, you right, you right. You're absolutely right. If I if my mom would have just talked to me, you know what I'm saying, we definitely probably would have gotten the um same result if and not in less trauma. <laughs> my uh my cousins who have kids, I've had this discussion with them and they said that, yeah, that all sound good until your two year old is like running around and it's no reasoning with them and that timeout shit and that like threatening shit ain't gonna work if you ain't actually gonna do something eventually so i'm just throwing that out there devil's advocate i would not be right now i was gonna throw that's what the devil's advocate thing too sorry go ahead i'm sorry i was just saying i would not be uh, think about beating no two-year-old because that's what two-year-olds gonna do that's what kids gonna do like two-year-olds aren't in school though (laughs) let's not say beat them that's right you wouldn't hit a two-year-old at all when they in a terrible I, two? I mean, I might pop that. <clears throat> and I, might, they I will probably pop they up. motherfucking... You know, I will pop that ass. My grandma <laughs> used to pop me in school right in the forehead. I mean, in church, like, bitch, shut up. You know what I'm saying? So I will pop that. I might do a little flick on the forehead. So you are for spankings then? I'm for popping that ass. I don't know, man. I might go for more of like a psychological warfare with these kids. Like they'll know which look I'm looking at. Like they'll know it by my eyes immediately. Like yeah, you can't be fucking around with me right now. I mean, they only gonna know that if you give them that. What's gonna happen if you they fuck around with you? Type of they gotta learn. Whooping. I feel the same way. Like with Jun Jun, like I I'm thinking about my dogs. So I really don't like to beat beat my dogs. Even when they be being bad, even when they fuck up. But I will flick their ass in the forehead. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that's not me spanking them. That's not me beating them. That's me disciplining them. And a lot of times they will also understand simply by the tone of my voice. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, some kids, my thing is, I think as a parent, you have to try to go through every avenue possible to reach your child. And then when those, when you can't do that, you know what I'm saying, it still don't, like, means, like, beat them or harm them because that's going to that's gonna be reflective of how they respond to situations that they uncomfortable with. You just uncomfortable in this situation, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And have, you have to address that. Have any of y'all parents in here said, this going to hurt me more than this going to hurt you? I feel like it's like a staple in a black home. They have to say that. <laughs> It's a, I don't, yeah. I don't it, remember anybody saying that after after it happens a while. After happens so many times, like it's like a, one of those achievement unlocks things that they have to, <laughs> they have to just say it. <laughs> yeah, it gotta be for real. 
because I mean, but when you think about it, though, that's like that speaks on the trauma in it because it's like you doing this, but you know it's wrong. You know <laughs> this gonna hurt the kid, and mm-hmm. you doing this to your kid is really hurting you, but you still doing it just because of it's what is what was done for you. That shit like generations and generations and generations of how to discipline your children. You know what I'm saying? This is what we think is right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's all we ever know. Another thing, you know, one thing that's directly a derivative from slavery, along with the spankings and shit, is like when, um, say, a teacher acknowledges your child, black child or brown child, hey, your child is doing exceptional, blah, 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 blah. Then the parent goes and self-deprecate the child. That's a direct derivative of slavery because that was at times where we didn't want master to really um, see our child as a prize because those are the children that get sold off. You know what I'm saying? Those are the children that lose their connections and shit with their family and shit. And so we, like, generations later inherently tear our children down. We the ones that beat them down before they even get into the school system. Yeah. We the ones that's fucking up their ego before they even get into the school system. And so what you say self deprecate? What does that mean? It's when you shit on yourself. <laughs> Basically deprecate, man. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to make sure. I mean, okay. but in a slang way, it is when you shit on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> So For you're real. shitting on your kid? Is that what you? It's like tearing, the tearing them down. Tearing yeah. them down. Okay, okay, okay. True shit, true shit. Okay, and another thing that's from savory. Like I grew up in the south. I wanted to mention this too. Um, that yes, ma'am, yes, sir, shit. Y'all know that shit come from slavery. Yeah, I don't do that. Shit. You know, Florida's not the south, right? No, but it's south what? enough. My family, my family, it's, it's Georgia, southern. My family's from Georgia south. though. But you're right. But my family's from Georgia though. This is like slave state still. Goddamn and. I don't think there's nowhere in this or nowhere else in the United States with the mentality that the people have in Georgia. I feel really kind of oppressed. Yeah, they, 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 like they don't even say yes, ma'am. They say yes, ma'am. Yeah, no. Honestly, Why do you see, I'm about to start saying it. I mean, I just feel like it's just like it's just a constant reminder of slavery and where we come from here, and it's like a hierarchy type of feeling that I feel. You know what I'm saying? That I'm still trying to break. I don't know if that maybe that's because I went to Clark Atlanta or what and I'm able to see like all the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Or what? But that's just how I feel. On a scale of one to ten, how oppressed do y'all feel? <laughs> I mean, I feel just like asking a question. I feel like I'm at a good three. Depends on who's talking to me really. But in general. Overall. In your not, thirty plus years? Overall, not not really. I wanna say it's a solid seven. Yeah. What? Oh, oh, like sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say low, seven is pretty so, impressed, bro. Hi, hi. Uh, so that that's uh, I need a low number, uh, like two or three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I say a five or six. Hot damn. Privilege of five or six. Privilege yeah, but she's also man. a black woman too. So yeah. A yeah. young black lesbian female. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm gay oppressed too. I mean, thick uh, though. Like, that's like I'm, I'm at that's a, like 1970s. I'm at a five now. Nah, oh my I mean, god! At the right, same but time, I mean, like, like every group is oppressed, but it's just like how, like, just white people like, aren't oppressed. How much are you surrounding yourself by these people who are oppressed? Who you feel oppressed by? 
And yeah, so that's why, like, yeah, like it, I'm that's not why surrounding myself at all. But I, yeah, I but I have, right. so that's why okay. I'm saying that's why I felt I felt yours. But like his changing to immediately to a five, <laughs> I don't know. We're just because oh yeah, I'm gay. I'm, yes, I'm gay. Yeah, I forgot about that oppression. Like, how often do you feel that oppression? I feel it right now. Cause the okay. key is to go where you're celebrated and not just tolerated. You know what I'm saying? So Thank on you. a large scale of shit, do I feel like these things are literally holding me back? No. But figuratively and historically, yes, man. This is all strikes against me excelling to where I need to be excelling to. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Is gay press the new word? We got <laughs> depression. Now I'm gay press. <laughs> I mean, honestly, people have been adding gay in front of every every word for forever now. Everything is gay. Yeah. Everything is gay. Everything is gay. Mm. <laughs> I just wanted to ask the oppression thing because I, in 2022, very seldom feel like I'm in a situation where racism is why that just happened to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be around people and I feel like they may ask a question because I'm black and they don't like encounter many black people but outright racism or even a microaggression as people like to say I don't even feel see oppression like that though how do you see oppression I see it as just me just trying to just living in this environment or this or this society you know what I'm saying and just part be an active willing participant and within everything that I have to do in order to survive that's where I feel the oppression it's not from people around me can you give me an example like like in your everyday life you're saying yeah just like having to be able to survive on a minimum wage and not having access to a lot of other opportunities or things that other people might have you know what i'm so saying you just to feel where, oppressed by the system yeah i mean i guess that's would be the thing that oppresses you most at this day yeah. Like it's not necessarily white people. No, it's, it's, it's the system, the system, it's the system. Yeah. that the white people put in place. Thank you. <laughs> For real. But yeah, okay, that was good. That was good. And I'm not. I'm. I'm really not even trying to like be anything with this. This is a genuine question. What part of the system do y'all feel oppressed? Like what, economically, bro. Yeah, definitely. Like economically. You, I don't mean in a macro sense. I mean, like, in a very specific, like, I go down to the post office and they won't take my mail or just, food stamps. Just like you, you heard how, like, target me or whatever. The job applications thing, right? If you put, like, um, it's like they automatically, like, give females lower starting wages than men, mm-hmm. one. Um, how, like, if I had a ghetto-ass name or something like that, or I don't want to say ghetto, an uh, ethnic-ass name or something like that, they, you know, like, I'm lucky with my name. Uncommon name. It's all it really takes, an uncommon name. Right. They'll, they quick to, like, pass you over for somebody who has a more simpler name or something like that. You know, like, we all know about those discrepancies. Um That's ha- Is that affecting me now? I don't know. I'm not in those conversations. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally me, I'm not in those conversations, but I can see it happening. That's facts. You got a question? Nobody going to be able to hear you. We got a mic there, though. What's the thing with your name? What? Freedom. Oh, so there was this uh, 
lady who was in a supervisory position. I introduced myself as Ace. When I had a supervisor there, I was introduced as Ace. This is the only name you've ever known me by, is Ace. But I felt like she was being microaggressive by calling me by my legal name. Now, do I got grounds to stand on that? No, because, again, that's my legal name. But at the same time, I've expressed that this is the name that I've chosen to identify by. You know what I'm saying? It's certain traumas and things associated with my legal name, and it's the reason why I'm not going by that name. So respect my name, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And... That happens in the workplace a lot. Mm -hmm. And I guess even the fact that you have to explain that to someone. Right. When they just not get in the... Right. This is what I introduced myself as. This is what you call me. Because I wanted to say, like, why can't you just, like, tell her that? But if you got to do that with everybody or just with people. Mm -hmm. uh, So now I got to ask, are you so... I guess after hearing what you, you what you've been saying about how you feel oppressed or how it, it, in general there's oppression, are you so emphatic that you you feel like you're at a, a five that because the oppression occurs around you and not specifically to you that that's why you also feel it and that's why you're at a five? Um, because if it's like a personal oppression, like if if it's been happening to you personally, how often does it happen to so, the point that it affects your your life? Up? My thing is this. I can't say that I have not been turned down for something that I was um, seeking after because of my age. You know what I'm saying? They probably chose someone older or more mature. They probably chose someone with more credentials than me. Mm-hmm. They probably chose someone of an opposite sex. And these are not all events that's happening all at the same time or anything but over a span of my life i have seen this happen to myself as well as other people they don't want women working in this particular field so they'll do interviews with women but they hire all men you get what i'm saying so like i feel it but at the same time i've been able to navigate it without it totally taking me out Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely do think that economically, economically is probably like the main portion, like where the the um, oppression comes in, especially like when you live in check to check. You know what I'm saying? And you got the cost of living that just keep going up. You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot of stuff that comes to effect with it. And but also like I don't know if anybody else like go through this, and I don't know if it could be something that maybe I need to work on maybe internally. But even like when I'm interacting with with white people, like I have to, I feel like I have to be like overly nice so they don't think I'm like coming off as a threat. You know what I'm saying? Like, did anybody else experience that? I mean, I feel that with dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was working at AutoZone, it wasn't nothing but niggas that was giving me attitudes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing but niggas. And niggas, like, they would all out threaten and cuss you out, but they mad that I'm a manager. They they hated to see me in a position of power. You know what I'm saying? Um, and even with, like, uh, at my last job, this supervisor, he felt comfortable enough to make a, drink, um, a joke around me and another female associate that you wouldn't dare make in front of other dudes. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't dare come off like that in front of other dudes. 
But it 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 be those types of microaggressions that affect mm-hmm. everything. You know what I'm saying? Now, did that one interaction affect anything I had on specifically? No, but it's only because he felt comfortable enough to make that happen that that was a problem. My bad, Tizzy. Was that mine? <clears throat> Mm-mm. What was your question again? Because I had an answer. Um, I was just talking about how, like, do you feel like you kind of have to be overly nice when you oh. interact now? This might be my white shit or my white sympathizer shit, but I kind of feel like I have to do that with everybody. So I don't. Yes, I do that with white people, but I feel like I do that with everybody. You know what I mean? Like, and this is personal, I guess. I feel like I'm a generally disagreeable person. <laughs> like I always disagree with, <laughs> like I always disagree with people. So it's like I have to make sure that I express myself in a way where people know like I'm not attacking you. I just really disagree. And I I often disagree. So please know this isn't like personal to you, but I just disagree. So yeah. Okay. That's cool. But I definitely do have to do that to white people. Yeah, and me being back in a um, white environment from my black ass job that I was at before, and now being really working with white people, I, I wasn't doing it for like the first month, but my white boy, my white voice definitely came back to me. Like, <laughs> so yeah, pick so, up a couple octaves because I used to talk to these niggas real calm like right, this. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, they not responding the way they need to. But with that, is is feeling like that kind of go with feeling oppressed? I would say yes. Um, I actually shout out to um, Georgian Nation. I'm pointing hey. at you because you love to shout her out every chance you get. Oh, yeah. hey. But that's where um, I first learned about. I don't like they weren't called that at the time, but microaggressions mm-hmm. and just different pieces of racism that black people have to deal with. Like when I go into a store, I have to be mindful of the fact that white people might think I'm stealing. Right. When I'm walking down the street, I have to be mindful of the fact that if I have my hoodie on, this white lady is going to feel uncomfortable. Yes. Like, so it's that way. And sure, I feel oppressed, <laughs> but I think that's just life. I was just thinking about that. I feel those things as a man in general. Like, I, I would say that if it was like little kids and I got my hoodie on, like, come on, yeah. bro, don't make these little kids feel uncomfortable. I'm just thinking about <laughs> them Karens, like, who be in the street when this, <laughs> they be on camera, they just be flipping out, like, he's attacking me. Like they just be tripping, but that shit is crazy though. Like even I've never had an experience like that, bro. Me either, and I would laugh. I would definitely pull up my phone and record the crazy bit. I definitely would. (laughs) Me, I I would entertain all the characters. I didn't give you permission to record me, (laughs) bitch. I don't need permission. (laughs) (laughs) Now what, bitch? You're on candy camera now. How old were you when you had your camera moment? (laughs) I want to say that was like 14 or 15. Like, you had a camera? Like, so she was, uh, like, I was on my way to, like, I, I, okay, so I was on my way to, like, go to my first kiss. Like, it, like hey, like, <laughs> like I was I, I was talking to a girl, and, like, we planned to meet up. Like, yeah, like, I'm about to go what for What do this. you call that? Your first rendezvous? I don't know. But first kiss? That, that's what was happening. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't have a cell phone at the time, so it's just, like, I had to call her before I left. Um and uh I I I got to her area and I've never been to her place so I'm just like wandering around like gotta hope she finds me out here. Um, and I don't know if you guys ever seen like those red like posts on uh in New York and the or like in the cities they used to have like these two buttons one for fire and one for like police 
they're they're like really old outdated they don't even work anymore you know they just they just happen to be there because they haven't been removed um i'm sure they're gone now but i flipped one open i didn't even press the button i just like looked at it i dead ass didn't even press the button an off-duty officer the white lady came through and she's all like what are you doing out here and i'm like what do you mean and she's like you can't be touching those buttons and i'm like i i didn't i i flipped the switch but no one touched the no one touched the buttons and she's like well what are you doing out here and i'm not about to tell her i'm out here trying to meet up with a girl kissing and she's like well you need to go back where you came from Mm-mm. and i'm like i'm yo i was born in jersey and i grew up here in the bronx so which one are you talking about <laughs> and i'm like you're just and she and then she just responded with like you're just lucky i'm off duty cop right now like I, I, that's, I, that's crazy she lying and i was just like all right um so, so, so like kind of like that meme where you know p diddy staring and i'm like at that at that point it's just like i'm not sure what we're doing here and we were just having like a stare off and she was just kind of like going off on her karen ways and, and i didn't know people been saying that like go back to where you came from I thought that was like some Trump shit. Oh no, that. Yeah, <clears throat> I had. <clears throat> I would call this like a Karen experience. You know what I'm saying? But um, this one police officer. Now the first time I ever met her, I was at the police station taking care of some business. I think just getting like a copy of a traffic ticket or some shit. The nicest person I ever fucking met. Right. And she was like, oh, yeah, you can see this person. Very helpful, whatever, whatever like that. This dumbass code enforcement bitch lives here in my complex. And she seen me outside with my dogs off the leash or whatever like that. So they come and serve me a ticket for that shit. Now, this same officer is out there. But I see the police. When they knock on the door, I come out like, like, I don't know why the police is coming to my house. You know what I'm saying? So I step outside. Strap. Nah, I wasn't strapped in. I tell my cousin to lock the door behind me, you know, because I don't need the police coming up in my shit for no reason. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you here for? And then, so my cousin, goofy ass, (laughs) not by the door. Not by the door, like. If some shit popped up, like, nigga, you supposed to be by the door to let me back in. <laughs> right? So she not by the door or whatever. But I'm knocking on the door. They was like, so are uh, you having trouble getting in? I'm like, nah, I just sort of locked the door. You know, with the climate of how things are going on between police and black people, I just wanted to feel safe and protect my own residence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, well, you know. She just made it seem like I was escalating it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And this was a white lady. And I explained, you know, my trauma with white people or white police officers Mm -hmm. and black people. There's no reason why you should keep escalating this argument to make it seem like it's something that is not about to be. When you serving me something about dogs. (laughs) It's not like it's no weed shit, no gun shit, no nothing criminal. You're serving me something about my dog. Simmer down. That'd be my issue, bro. (laughs) Like, I got us pulled over for like a seatbelt violation and I'm just like, bro, like, it's real criminals out here doing criminal ass shit. Why is you worried about me not wearing a seatbelt, my nigga? And then I put it over when I seen you next to me. You, <laughs> you gonna goddamn still 
take the time out your day and my motherfucking day and pull me over and write me a ticket, bitch. You wouldn't even know that I didn't have it on if I wanted to put it on. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> that shit, like, that shit is all about the money. They don't give Good a fuck. <laughs> Sorry. I had to vent. I mean, no, that's all real shit. It's all extortion. It is. Don't let them whoop your kids. We'll be back after this. <laughs>